0: Welcome to A Better Way Financial Radio with Frank and Nick Guida. Frank and Frankie, maybe I'm a little bit late to this, but uh, I recently invested in cryptocurrency, just just a couple hundred bucks, nothing too crazy. But uh, this was about a month ago. And over the month, it's been great. I've seen my returns rise. I, I couldn't believe the the returns I'm making. But then <laughs> over the past couple of days, I and mean, we're talking like three days all that money I gained and then some has gone away. And Oh,
1: no. The I'm, Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away.
0: <laughs> oh, I was so expecting to get rich quick off of this, but all my hopes and dreams have become uh, no. <laughs> a non-reality because that's what I was hoping for. I'm sure a lot of people think about that too. I'm going to go into crypto and get rich quick because, hey, the friend of a friend of a friend, that happened to them. But the way I look at it is it's just play money and... It's fun.
1: You know what? And that's the way to look at it. You know, it, it's not where you want to bank your retirement savings on. You know, it's, it's just, you know, it's a type of thing where. Eh, you take a trip every once in a while to uh, to a casino or something like that. Right. You want to, you know, you want to throw a flyer at it. You want to see how it does, that kind of thing. But add a little excitement to your life, you know. Mm-hmm. But for most folks, they're not interested in having that type of thing be a staple to their retirement. Just way too volatile.
0: Absolutely, I've seen the volatility, and I don't get too stressed out about it because I know in my mind what I was going through at the beginning. I knew. What possibly could happen. So I'm not too concerned about that. So uh, maybe I'll have to worry about getting rich in here in another year or two. So that's my plan. (laughs) I plan to get rich off of my couple hundred dollar investment (laughs) because that is the realistic way of thinking about my retirement. But no, seriously, this is probably not the greatest thing to be in your portfolio, but uh, that's why we have You Frank and you Frank Jr. here is to talk about your portfolio and helping people achieve their retirement goals. So one of the biggest concerns retirees have is outliving their savings. So when inflation rears its ugly head, it can ravage some of the traditional asset classes that are the cornerstone for seniors. Now, an article in USA Today says bonds, pensions, and annuities aren't keeping up. So Frankie, do you agree? And what can be done about this?
2: Yeah, so I absolutely agree that inflation can take away from bonds, it can take away from those annuities and those pensions even, because a lot of times when you have those pensions, they don't give you that 2% to 3% to 4%, whatever inflation is that year, it doesn't continue to rise. Most of them don't, yeah. Yeah. In very few cases, every time I ask a client, hey, does your pension go up? They're like, I wish. Yeah, so unfortunately they don't go up, but the cost of everything else does, so it's important that you have some other money in your portfolio that's growing with the inflation that you can take from in order to supplement that increased cost of living that you're going to experience. There's also the annuities, and that's typically a fixed annuity is going to have a fixed payout every single time about, you know, you're going to know what that value is. Unfortunately, though, it doesn't go up with inflation in most cases. So, as you can see, these kind of investments, you need something to supplement that that will also bring in that extra income when you're going to need it. And Mm -hmm. traditionally, you know, when you're in retirement, people typically say around 60-40 stocks and bonds or 50-50 or 60-40 the other way. And the problem with bonds right now is that we know that they're going to continue to lose value as the interest rates go up right. and in the interest rate environment we're in right now you can see the Fed is continuing to talk about interest rate increases interest rate increases because they know that the inflation is getting out of control they know that 7 percent to 10 percent inflation depending on which metrics you're looking at is way too high and is not a long-term inflation rate that we want to keep So they need to raise the rates to try to lower that inflation amount. And in doing so, the value of the bonds continues to go down. So if you're in retirement and you have a large portion of your portfolio in bonds, you're losing value every time the interest rate goes up. Mm -hmm. So you want to shift that into something that can gain value even if the interest rates go up. And that is what we do here is we work with our clients to find different investments that'll have their investments go up regardless of how the interest rate environment works.
1: Yeah, Doug, you know, yeah. we uh, get more than our share of young folks that want to retire earlier. Frankie, was, we were just working with this one couple, fellow owned a really nice business. Mm-hmm. But he was he was pretty much done, you know, and, and he's a young guy, you know, not too old. He was uh, 60 years old, right? Okay. Yeah. And his, his wife was young. She was uh, 47. Ooh. 47, yeah. Good uh, job. And, uh, <laughs> and this is a guy who accumulated a nice little portfolio. You know, he had uh, how much did he have, Frankie?
2: About about a couple million. Oh, okay, wow. he had a
1: couple million. You know, he had some real estate and all of that, and uh, and he was going to get some money from the sale of his business. But you know what? He was a business owner. And so many times uh, as business owners, a lot, a lot of folks, you know, they're trying to focus on their business, trying to build their business toward the end more, they're putting away money. A lot of times it's not going into 401ks or it's not going into IRAs. So they wind up with a nice sum of money. That's non qualified, so to speak. Not IRA money, not Mm -hmm. Roth money, you know, not 401k money, but after tax money that that is sitting there. And this particular fellow, he's very conservative, right, Frankie? Very, very conservative (laughs) when it comes to investments. He had almost all of it in the bank. (laughs) Oh, wow. He had had over a million
2: dollars just sitting in the bank, losing value each year with inflation.
1: Yeah, he's getting crushed there. And, you know, Frankie and I, we put together this financial plan and, and we sat there and we showed him, you're going to have an issue here even with the real estate that he was going to keep that was going to provide him some some decent income yeah. he was still you know he still needed to have additional income and that additional income growing with inflation and frankie ran the numbers and, and i'll tell you it didn't look good right uh-huh. when we ran the numbers for his current plan he ran out of money
2: and you sim- oh, simp- wow. simply put he ran out of money when he took the amount of income that he wanted to take from his portfolio huh So we had to revise some things and we had to look through it and see okay well what aligns with your risk tolerance and what can we do you know from an investment point of view to put him in the best situation to achieve these goals. We found that he was able to have a 99% chance of success taking the income that he wanted to and within his risk tolerance. So by rearranging the furniture, we're able to give him a reasonable rate of return and a reasonable chance of success at achieving his goals. Not only was he able to have all the income he needed, right. we it was also... Around $160,000, wasn't it, Frank? Yeah, it was around 140000 in this 140, 000, case. $140,000, growing yep. with inflation. Growing with inflation after taxes each year. So not only was he able to get that income, we also were able to reposition his investments so that he's saving on taxes throughout the retirement as well. So we would be able to transition the qualified, the small amount of qualified funds that he had into Roth IRAs. And also we were able to transition some of the non-qualified funds he had into a cash value life insurance policy, which he would be able to take tax free income from going forward in retirement. So instead of having it keeping on growing in a taxable investment we were able to turn it into something that will provide tax-free income in his retirement as
1: well you know doug it, yeah. it, it's, so, it's so true that many people know that they can convert ira and 401k money into Roths for that tax favored income status that, that everybody wants during retirement But what a lot of folks don't know is that you can take non-qualified funds, meaning non-IRA, non-401K money, and siphon it through life insurance to create tax-free income. It can be a wonderful thing for folks, especially those folks who own a business, looking to sell their business, looking to retire one day. For our folks out there that are sitting there and they don't know about this, they really need to give us a call. The number here is 610-440-1700. That's 610-440-1700. Take a look at the things that are available to you to make your retirement better, to make your retirement so that you're paying less taxes throughout it and really can have the type of income that you like going forward, have that income going up with inflation and, and really setting yourself up for the rest of your life. And I, I gotta tell you, if you're in that situation, you need to give us a call or, or go Go to our website at abetterwayfinancial.com.
0: You know, when you were talking, I was uh, thinking in my head about, okay, this guy has a million dollars in the bank and yet he was going to run out of money. And that sounds awesome. I mean, a million dollars is amazing to have. But if you think about it, if that guy wanted to live on $100,000 a year, that would be gone in 10 years. So, I mean, I'm trying to put more math together about how much money you have saved him by just going over the numbers.
1: You know, he's a very conservative fellow, mm-hmm. you know, and when we sat there with him and, and we said, okay, you want to be conservative, but now let's look at the total picture. If you do what you're saying, that what you want to do right now, let's run the numbers. And you could see just his portfolio just going to zero, Ugh. you know. And when he saw that, he's like, I got to do something different. And we said, yeah let's show you how you can make this so much better just by tweaking this and tweaking that and moving this here, moving that there and just doing the things the right way and paying the least amount of taxes throughout the rest of his lifetime and, and just being able to enjoy those retirement years forever.
0: That's the goal here is to enjoy your retirement forever. That is the goal of Frank and Frank junior There at A Better Way Financial. Okay, before we, before we break here, I'm just curious about... Over the past couple of years, I know that COVID, a lot of people were selling their businesses, but is it more common now than it was a few years ago, just out of curiosity?
1: Well, you know, I don't know if it's more common, but we do seem to get more and more people that own businesses that are looking to retire and, they, and they're coming to us because they know that we do that type of planning. Awesome. So yeah, it definitely is something that we're seeing more and more of, a sort of a big trend.
0: Absolutely. So- If you have any more questions about this, you want to get in touch with Frank and Frank Jr. at A Better Way Financial to talk about this, a great time to do so. Their number is 610-440-1700, 610-440-1700, always two at abetterwayfinancial.com. So this week in sports history, 1947, Jackie Robinson broke baseball's color barrier And then 50 years later, the major leagues retired his number 42. And in 1980, Arthur Ashe retired from professional tennis. And in 1997, Tiger Woods won the Masters for the very first time. And that is uh, your look on sports. I know you guys are a sports fan. You guys are more like uh, wrestling and football, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, because that's just the sports that my boys done. You know, I mean, you know, we watch a little baseball every once in a while. You know, some of the other sports too, the Olympics and all that, and soccer. Yeah, postseason and... gets exciting.
0: <laughs> so, Frankie, what kind of sports are you gotten yourself into?
2: I've done just about everything. I, you know, I love to play pickup sports. So I'll play like a pickup basketball game or football game. Or I think my dad likes to play pickleball. I'll play pickleball. With yeah. And that kind of Frank, stuff.
1: Frankie is very humble. Parkland High School has about I don't know 4,400 students at it, and uh, Frankie his senior year was the male athlete of the year at Parkland High School.
0: Well, look at you, <laughs> Frankie. He's very humble, and yeah. Well, good. Now, how's your pickleball game then?
2: Oh, pickleball game is pretty good. I get the better out of dad most of the
0: time. <laughs> that was my next question. How much? Can, <laughs> how, how much can you beat your dad at that? So,
2: well, he beats me sometimes too, though. So I got to keep my eye on the ball and keep my hand on <laughs> the game. Keep
0: your eye on the pickleball. So that's awesome. We can talk sports all day long if you'd like. But no, we've got to talk about retirement because that's what this show is all about. And happy Tax Freedom Day. So get this. A group called the Tax Foundation did the math and found that Monday, April 18th is the day Americans finally earned enough money collectively to pay all the federal, state, and local taxes will owe for a year now from this point on we're working for ourselves again unless of course they raise our taxes again surprisingly enough most people still don't do anything to lower their tax obligations even though there are strategies to design to do that so what do you guys think of some of the people that pay more taxes than they should be paying
1: it's a real shame the reason they do that is because they Everybody's so busy doing the things that they have to do and trying to earn a living and, and trying to take care of their health and trying to take care of their kids and their grandkids. And their, the knowledge of how to take care of their own tax situation sometimes isn't there. And sometimes they really just need to take the time, sit down and, you know, evaluate the things that they can do. kind of reminds me of this woman who came into our office mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, she was a, a single mom. She had three children. She had two grandchildren. She had a portfolio of about $1.6 million, Very nice. and she had just turned 60, and she retired the year before. She, she had a good feel that she was going to be able to retire, so she did but she didn't have a good feel that she was doing all the right things and she finally had the time to sit down and discuss it with, with us and, and she did. And, and while wow, we were really able to tweak that portfolio really, really nicely. I mean, one of the things that we looked at was that she didn't have any fixed income coming in. She had not started her social security yet, but she was planning on taking it at 62. When we looked at all the different factors relating to her, her portfolio, we said, you know what? you got enough funds here to live on. Let's delay taking social security to 70 Uh for multiple reasons. One of the reasons was it brought her social security income all the way up to $40,000 a year, uh, which was nice. But the other thing was it enabled her to do Roth conversions at a younger time because she could do the Roth conversions without the Social Security income getting in the way and when I say getting in the way what that Social Security income would do was help to raise the income tax brackets on her so by not having that income she was able to Roth convert sooner rather Mm -hmm. than later and more funds in the earlier years that made a tremendous difference for her over the course of her lifetime between what she was gonna pay in taxes. And eventually when she passed away, we had her passing away in her mid nineties, between her and her kids, they were gonna save over three quarters of a million dollars in taxes.
0: That is awesome.
1: Just by doing things the right way, Mm -hmm. you know? And then when we looked at her portfolio, she had never changed her portfolio. You know, when you're in the accumulation stages of life, you need to have a certain way that you invest But the way that you invest when you retire or when you're approaching those retirement years you need to change you need to change because what happens is you're going from a period of time where you're just putting money into your savings to a period of time then when you're going to be taking money out of your savings so if you're just putting money in and the markets are doing what they do they go up they go down no big deal because you're not taking any money out but if you have a bad year or the market has a bad year or a couple of bad years in a row like 2000 2001 2002 and you're taking money out of your portfolio. That money you take out of your portfolio is not going to grow back. Mm-hmm. You know, so we looked at that with her. We took a look at what she felt comfortable with risk wise. We found out that her portfolio was a significantly more risky that she felt comfortable with. You know, so we were able to bring down the risk and de-risk the portfolio. We had shown her at the end of the portfolio. You know, if we took her portfolio, and we went all the way back to two thousand three okay and we said okay let's start let's take a look at a 20-year period or so and we said okay we're going to start your portfolio where it is now and keep it there and then we're going to say okay if we make these changes and we de-risk the portfolio and put you in the right types of investments where you should be now we found out that by this time 20 years later her portfolio would be almost 28 percent higher
0: nice
1: with the recommendations that we were making her average return would be 7.35% instead of 6.93%. And we cut her risk in half. So that was a beautiful thing for her. And then to top it off, when we looked at what she was paying, the internal cost of her investments and compared them to what we were suggesting, what we were suggesting was 25% of the cost of what she was paying. So she was now going to have 75% savings on the internal cost of her portfolio, she was gonna go from over $4,000 a year to somewhere right around $1,000 a year. Jeez. So what a tremendous difference. What a tremendous difference planning makes where you can pick the right time to take social security, see if Roth conversions are the right thing for you to do pick the right portfolio so that you are maximizing your returns and and minimizing your risk, taking all of these different things into the equation. And so that you, you have that right portfolio going forward. Not only could she live on the type of income that she wanted to, she was actually able to live on $20,000 a year more. Wow. And this is a woman who, I mean, absolutely loved her kids, loved her grandchildren. And to be able to tell her that she could spend another $20,000 a year with them, doing things with them, to her, it just made a world of difference, stuff. And I got to tell you, if you're out there and you're not sure if, What you're doing is all the right things. And you want to sit down with somebody who knows how to put this type of thing together. Give us a call. 610-440-1700. That's 610-440-1700. Just say, you know what? I want to come in and have a cup of coffee and talk about things.
0: Okay. So let me ask you this about her. How long did it take you all to figure out all of this and how how to save her this much money?
2: Yeah, So we met together and by the time we met back with her a week later, you know, we had all the plan formulated. We had, you know, we did an introductory meeting with her, took about 20 to 30 minutes, asked some questions, got some answers, you know, and she asked us questions we answered and basically just, you know, how to get to know you meeting. And then after that, you know, a week later we had this second meeting with her that we could just explain how much different her plan is than her current plan and how much better it is for her going forward. Find out
1: more
0: at
2: abetterwayfinancial.com.
1: Investment advisory services offered through a Better Way Financial LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. A better way financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Frank and Nick Guida, MPN Insurance License Number 1978362
0: and Number 16364478.